The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Welcome back to a brand new series of the I Am Independent podcast. These are certainly strange times that we live in, but nevertheless, the independent artist grind is real, hustling hard uh, more than ever, I would think. Well, we're hoping that this series will continue to inspire you, resource you and encourage you even in these difficult times, covering all sorts of topics that are relevant to you guys. We always welcome your feedback, so do get in touch on Instagram or through our website you can find our email address uh, info at iamindependent.co.uk to let us know what you'd like us to cover what you'd want to hear more of or just any comments that you want to share with us so thanks once again for joining us enjoy Hi everyone and welcome to the I Am Independent podcast. Um, We only have a few more episodes for the end of the season so we hope you've really enjoyed it and uh, you know one of the things that we're really passionate about is that we give you experience that's going to be practical for you to apply to your own journey and one of the best ways we found that that happens is through stories and um, speaking to the experts like we've had on in this season And uh, those of you who listen regularly will know that I manage Bianca and Bianca and I run I Am Independent together. And the great thing is we are doing this in real time, in real life. Um, So some of the best things we can do is literally tell you about the experiences we're going through at the moment. And uh, Bianca has just released an album. We've been on a a year long journey with it. So um, we thought we would just go in deep with some details to tell you about the challenges, the victories, what's worked, what hasn't, um, and just give you a really uh, honest insight into what we've learned along the way. We hope you're going to enjoy it. We hope it's going to be really useful, but I will let Bianca tell you a lot more about it. Yeah, so um, I think it's literally a month um, and a few days since I released um, my album, If You Knew Would You Care? And it's, even though it's still really fresh, it we've we've learned so much and we've done so many things differently and it's gone really well like I'm one I'm really proud of the work and actually also happy and proud of how we've put it out and how it's been received and just the way um we've done that so um yeah it's been great it's been really good um so we're just going to kind of uh, we just kind of picked out some of the things that we've learned um and so i just want to quickly say that um basically i released the album about a month ago and then up until the album like um a month before that i released a single and a month before that i released a single so the campaign basically started two months before the album came out um with a couple of singles um music video um and then the album and now we're continuing to roll out um more content i just released a remix um on friday with a documentary and we're continuing to um roll out the campaign so the campaign will probably end up being about um i'd say about where are we now i'll say about six months um it's about a six month campaign uh, um in terms of content that we're putting out 
Um, and that's kind of how we've scheduled it for this run. And it seems to be working really well so far. I was going to say, what would you say are the biggest things that we did differently this time? Like we've, you've um, released an album before quite some time ago. We've released music many times. We've done that whole campaign thing. But what would you say are some of the biggest things that we decided to do differently or make sure we did differently this time that have paid off and made a difference? I, I think the biggest thing is that we had a, a well thought out plan. Like we had, we knew exactly what we were doing. We still know exactly what we're doing. I just need to like look at the next thing to do and then do it. And so I think having our assets prepared, um, when I mean assets prepared, I mean um, the, the album was, was all um, recorded, mixed, mastered. Um, um, most of the, the visual content was done in advance um, and, and a lot of the content was all planned or either created in advance. And then we schedule, we've scheduled that and we've, we've stuck pretty much to the schedule that we've had. I think that has been, um, I think one of the biggest things that have helped things um, from a momentum standpoint, that we've been able to just keep a momentum um, through the campaign and it all feels joined up and it makes sense. And... And I think it just takes out the, um, when life happens, you, you don't yeah. know, you have to think about it because we, we, you just, you're just executing a plan. So um, I think that has helped. But I think the thing that's enabled the plan to be able to be successful is the fact that I had funding as well. Because yeah. um, I think all the other times I ha- hadn't necessarily had enough money um, to be able to um, create in advance and go, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and I can be sure that I'm going to be able to do it. I can, mm-hmm. we, we've been able to write plans, but actually things have often changed and it's usually been because I don't necessarily have all the funds there. So um, securing funding for this project, I think, was a massive game changer. And I was funded by the Arts Council. Um, we'd, to be fair, we'd, set, we'd made our plan before I got funding. So we, you know, we can you continue to do the things and you plan and you save and you figure out how you might get the money to do what you want to do, um, but then I, I was applying for funding post making the plans and then funding came through and then I was able to know I can do X Y and Z for sure, you know. Um, so I was funded by the Arts Council and um, they um, I it was the. Um, lottery funding grants for the arts I think and um, funding that I got I think and um they gave me 15,000 pounds um and that has helped me to do everything now I recorded the album with my own money so I paid for the actual recording of the work but from mixing onwards that funding has helped me to be able to do everything else um and that means all the visuals and um securing PR and um, I did a live stream show um, I've done remixes I'm, I'm doing it I'm coming out of an instrumental EP that might have already come out by the time we we put this out I'm not sure um, an instrumental EP um, a live EP so I, I really was able to um, uh, put that money to work and I and I think 
having recorded the music with my own money, I think that really helped because recording costs can be very expensive. But doing that, financing that myself really has helped to me to spend that money and putting this out in a really good way. Um, yeah. I think as well, um, exactly that. I think for me as a manager, I often think in terms of you have to every now and then zoom out and then make sure you also zoom in. And um, one, because sometimes I think people think, well, how do you create a plan and how do you execute it, especially when you don't know what's ahead or, or what you've got to play with? But I think just to say how we literally do that every year, we've done a plan and it will be a plan that we don't know how we're going to necessarily pay for it or execute it. And you put on it things that you want to happen that you don't know how they're going to come about. So the first step is to have that plan. And it's something that we talk about a lot. And that's the zooming out. It's like you have to dream. You have to, like Bianca said, make the music anyway. We can't not do anything until we've got everything in a row. But at the same time as creating, we have to facilitate and create opportunity um, for um, things and opportunities to come and enable the plans that you want to happen. So I would say what I mean by the zooming out and zoom, zooming in, our zooming out was writing the plan and Bianca getting on and writing the songs and recording them. And that's at the, at the first stage, that's all we knew. And we had things on there like work with a videographer, do this amount of videos, this amount of photo shoots. That was all out there, but we didn't know how to do it. Then along with looking for people that she wanted to, uh, collaborate with and stepping out again we didn't know who was going to say yes who wasn't then you begin to zoom in a bit more on the detail of well how is this going to happen how long it's going to take all of that detail of an artist of what your songs are going to be about even and you have to you can't be preoccupied with where's the money coming from when you're in the songwriting stage you just have to get into the songs and the experience of it and um I think probably this time last year when you were in the thick of that you weren't so much thinking about oh gosh, how is this going to get out there? It was just throwing yourself into it, wasn't it? Um, and then we applied for the funding and got the funding. And then suddenly we were like, okay, these things that we've put on this plan can happen now in the way um, we wanted them to. Now you might think, well, what would we have done if they hadn't? Well, then you adapt. Then you say, okay, we said we wanted to do three videos for three singles. Well, maybe we'd have done two. Maybe we'd even have done one or maybe one would have been a lyric video. Um, so put your ideal plan out there um, plan for it to work, plan for it to be as you would ideally want it to be um, and then just get on with creating. And along the way, it's, look, don't just wait for it to fall into your lap. Like we looked for practical ways for how the money could come in. Bianca was saving and we applied. And then when the, the money comes through, then you can start to zoom in on the detail. And that was when we sort of changed and like, OK, we can actually do this how we've always wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think maybe we should have a funding conversation at some point um, and kind of go a bit more into that detail. Um, you guys can let us know if that would be helpful. Um, but that was really, really crucial. And then when, when the thing with funding that also helps is that in order to, to secure, or when you apply for funding, you really have to make a detailed plan. And that helps you to figure out what it is that you're trying to do and why, when, um, because you have to make it make sense to somebody else so that they can give you money. So it really does help. Um, even for yourself and what you're doing, because it is something that I've referred, I refer back to, you know, it is 
the plan that you give for funding is also the plan that you you're truly making for yourself and that's the thing with funding as well because I think they can smell when you're kind of trying to make a plan or trying to write a funding application to please satisfy them or whether it's really real um and so or and equally they know when you're like this person doesn't really know how they're going to spend this money so it's not going to be a wise investment for us because they haven't thought it through yeah absolutely there's a level of detail that you do need in your funding applications that makes them really know that oh you know how you're going to do it you know how long each thing takes you know how all the people you need to you know um create this piece of work um you understand the the concept of contingency and what could go wrong um and you know all of those things so um but the funding process really does help with your actual process it's helped me anyway um i think the other thing that really really helped um in the, this project is that we employed one person to help with all of the visual to create help me create all the visual content across the board so um, rather than having, um, I'm making this video, music video, this person, and I'm, you know, taking photos with this person and doing this album cover with this person, and then the single cover with this person, and then whatever. I I worked with one person across the board. Um, I did ha- I did take some photos with another person, um, but I worked with one person, and it really it really helped. I hadn't done that before, but it really um, helped to create such a cohesion for this album this album really made sense because it was quite conceptual anyway in a lot of ways um it i wrote the album out of you know all the all the things that happened in 2020 um it was quite specific to that time so having one person who is able to um go on the journey with me was amazing um so yeah i i worked with somebody um across the whole thing so i would say that that made a really big difference having that cohesion having that um consistency i think from the i think from the feedback i've got you could also tell that everything felt like it leveled up a little bit because it 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 felt um like it all made sense all the music videos the visuals um i had lots of feedback of people like just 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 with that particular thing that everything just just as like feeds into the next thing and and, it, and it, it actually makes quite a powerful statement so if I was to give any advice if it's at all possible um to if you're putting out something like an album or a run of singles even and they and they all kind of or an EP I would say um if you can work with one person for for that whole project it 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 will make sense and it's actually quite easy as well um I think what helped again was having I had the money there to say this is how much i I've got to be able to pay for all of these things. And they knew that there was the funds there to be able to um, to pay for that. And then they could get involved in a meteor project. So um, I worked with Kat Couture um, and she's an incredible visual artist. And um, it really, really worked. What was interesting is I was going to work with another company and they were more of a creative agency. And um, I loved their work in the past and I really wanted to work with them. And I thought, I've got this funding, it's time to, I, I can like level up to working with um, an agency that has lot more players and involved and can do lots of different things. But it's interesting that actually when we came down to um, talking about the specifics of it, 
I found that, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't actually there yet to work with an agency in that way. Um, ultimately, they were just too expensive for me. And, and actually, um, I, wouldn't, I had to really make a quick decision to, before I signed the contract to go, is this, does this make sense? I can work with these guys, but what am I going to get for my money? And is that going to really serve me at this point? And I was going to end up with less content for the coin, for the money that I had to apportion to all the visuals, the photography and the videos and everything. And at a different stage in my career, that might be okay, I suppose. Um, but I had to kind of decide, actually, right now, um, I, I'm trying to take some steps forward and to show people where, where I'm at and what type of artist I'm, I am. And I feel like I needed more of a breadth of, 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 um, of visual content to be able to tell that story and to be able to communicate that whilst keeping the the quality high. So at a last I had made had to make a last minute decision to pivot. Um and it was it was just like amazing to have found Kat because she's so talented and um the quality was there. But um because we're both in a freelance space and it wasn't necessarily paying for lots of different players, she's very much a one-man band kind of vibes, I could um, afford w- to create more content for the money that I had. So that really changed the game with this album, I think. Just a quick reminder that we have a growing number of resources and useful videos on our YouTube page. Just search I Am Independent and you should find us. And do follow us on social media on Instagram at We Are Independent Artists and on Facebook under the same. Also on Facebook, you can join our closed group where we're creating community for independent artists to swap ideas, collaborate and just feel extra supported and encouraged. You can find links to everything we do on our website www.iamindependent.co.uk what would you what tips would you give for somebody who's looking for someone to work with what like what were the things that made you know that cat was the right person because at the same time if you're going to sort of commit to someone for your whole project and then you get one video in and you're like oh my gosh I've committed to two three more with this person and it's just not right so what were some of the things cuz cuz you are pretty you've got firstly I suppose you've got a good idea of what you wanted but what were some of the things you would say to look out for someone um for in someone, um, you know, and in, as an independent artist in particular, when you want to be able to have creative say, but you also that balance of wanting someone to lead with ideas as well. Yeah, it's tricky, and I do remember a, there was a moment where I was like, I hope, like at the beginning, I hadn't seen what she was going to create for me and like what it was going to look like. But you still have a little bit of of a, um, nervousness that it's going to be what you want it to be. Um, but from when she when I saw the the first music video, which was Monsters, or the first draft that she gave me, I was like, okay, yes. Like, all the things I felt were, were what I... were confirmed. But to answer your question, it's very hard to say. I mean, obviously, you look at their previous work, and I looked at her previous work, and for me, it wasn't necessarily... Um, for me, it was the creativity. Like the the videos that she's made in the past, there was um, a level of interesting 
sort of treatments and briefs that I was looking for. There was one video where she, she made um, for somebody and it was, they were singing and then there were all these hands that came up from everywhere and it was really uh, this creative story of being kind of suffocated and ha people kind of clawing at you and just, you know, n n that lack of freedom. But she used all these hands creeping up onto this person and I was like that's for me it just showed a level of creativity that um was a bit different than the norm which is what always what I'm looking for and then a level of quality um because I feel like you never want to sacrifice quality you want to get that for me I'm looking for the highest quality I can afford um and so when I see when I look at other people's work I don't know how to explain it, but I can usually tell by, say, for visual work, by the way that it's edited, the smoothness of that edit, the way does the story make sense? Is it interesting all the way through? Is it is it kind of a paint by numbers? We're making a music video that we've seen a million times before. Um, but all those sorts of things I don't want. Um, the colour, the grading, all those things. It doesn't have to be like, the best thing you've ever seen but there's just a certain level of um quality that i think you you as an artist need to decide what you don't want to fall below mm -hmm. um and that's and i always can kind of know i just have a sense of that i have a sense of nah that's not gonna work for me oh i see someone else's thing i'm like mm, it's cool but yeah it's not for me it's not quality enough or whatever do you know what i mean the other thing I was going to say that I felt, I mean, I feel like we just lucked in with, with Kat, um, but is it's very unusual to find somebody who can do all of the things. So a lot of the time someone will direct or they will film, but then somebody else will edit. Um, she could do all of that, but also have the ideas, create the props, do the choreography, all of those things. And sometimes when you've got someone who can do that, there can be... I think arrogance is the wrong word, more that almost rightfully so that they have a very set idea of how they want things done. And what I loved about Kat, like on the shoot, she made sure she had someone, she was militant about getting things done. But in the creative process, she always bowed to what you wanted, which is how yeah. I believe it should be for the artist work with somebody. You know, I've been once before when you've seen a director literally bullying the artist as to what they want almost. Um, and they asked me, well, that's not really, well, I'm telling you, this is what's best for me. And especially as independent artists, when you're parting with your money on your own work, like one of the reasons we consciously are independent is to have creative control. So to find someone who understands that, and I think because Kat is a creative herself and was what well, it was and is an artist herself, I just love the way she was really gracious with that. Like any changes, it would, she'd be like, no problem. And she was so adaptable. Um, so many ideas that we had to scale down. Was it monsters that we had maybe four or five different versions? It was skin. Was so many. It went on so much, such a journey. Yeah, she's great like that. I think she's very honouring. She understands the importance of like everyone's creative voice, um, and the artist's creative voice. And she really listens. She really wants to serve your vision. But I also think that it brings me to the point that you need to have. A, a vision or mm, when I say you need to have a vision if you don't have that if if like visuals and that sort of thing isn't your bag then maybe you do want to step aside and mm -hmm. give as much of what you don't want because I think what you don't want is really powerful because there was some like with skin 
the music video where we had lots and lots of ideas. I more knew what I didn't want. We just didn't know what I did want. So we did have a lot of ideas and we will be able to kind of stay away from certain ideas because we knew that I didn't want something typical in terms of a love story, but I did want it to feel abstract, but then we didn't know what the abstractness would look like. And so we had to kind of go down that rabbit trail a little bit. But I think the thing that helped us is that I, at the beginning of the process, I came with like mood boards of just the general mood and vibe for the album itself, visually, like the tone, I would go. I went on Pinterest, I created a board called If You Knew Would You Care for the album and I just found images that just gave a sense of the mood of, of the visual that I would, not the specific visual because I didn't know what that was, but actually the actual visual that we landed on was, did come out of something that was on my mood board. But in general, it was like a, a mood and a grade and a colouring and a, just a vibe for that. I created a mood board for each single, Monster's Skin, and then we did, um, um, if you knew, would you, no, Edge of a Fickle Flame music video. And I created mood boards for each of those with, again, all sorts of visuals of what I, what, what felt like a vibe. And I, and I put lots of images in and then I curate those boards to make sense. So I'm not having you know, something bright and happy and primary colours with something that's muted and, um, you know, more moody and you can't see the person's face, you can only see the person's legs and this one's got someone smiling. Like, I'm curating the boards to make sense. Um, and that so really I... helped her, didn't it? I think it's like your creativity fed her creativity. And, yeah. um, I mean, in, in some ways, not to, to veer off this topic, but this is something I would want to bring up on every point we're going to say in this chat is the more you do your best and give something to whoever you're working with, the better they can do the bit that they're good at. And that goes for PR. It even goes for label services. And we'll, we'll, we'll come on to that. But anyone, the if you can rather than just, oh, do your job, here, here I am. But if you can go, I've got this to offer or I've got this or there's there's this angle we found that that really helped people to to get the most out of other people to help them to do their job well and I've seen in the past where I've not done that and then just been disappointed and realized and you know there is a bit of obviously you want people to come with ideas and things like that but it it really is a collaborative effort and when you bring your best people are able to do their best. Yeah because I think what it is about is that People can superimpose their ideas, but like I think that all the different people that are involved, be it PR and everyone and, and you know visuals or label services, like they don't want to get it wrong. And oftentimes they will, they can think that they know what could be right, but then they down the line they don't want you to be like, oh no, that's not what I, I didn't want that. But if they can know, if they know what you are about, what you're into, what you're not into from the beginning. Then, then it, it it positions them in a place of strength to then riff off that and add their creativity with that. And I think that that's the thing with working with Cat. Um, we did a little. Um, we're gonna put up, probably put up a podcast with her um, soon because I had a chat with her for my um, own channel. I did a little um, series on the process of making the album, and and yeah, we spoke about the fact that the mood boards. She could look at them and know exactly what I would want the direction we're going in and then she just knew that how to then add what she was going to do and create off that and so I think 
Um, whilst you want to employ somebody who's great, you also want to make sure that your voice is, is, is strong in that. And I know for me that I don't want someone to tell their own story and I've got to put in a soundtrack to that. Like, I'm not really trying to do that. So, and, and I've also gone through so many um, scenarios where I've been a bit more quiet um, in terms of putting my creativity out there because I think that this person's creativity is, obviously, this is your area of expertise. So, you know, you know what you're doing, but actually that's not the point. The point is they're trying to serve a vision that is your vision and actually the joining of two creative forces creates something amazing. And I'm always like, you know, um, I was never like, it has everything has to be like this or that. I'm always going to um, be open at every stage to the other person's creative ideas, especially this is their area of expertise but I'm also going to be confident enough to say I do like this I don't like that um maybe we could do this instead or um let me why do you why do you think this is a good idea you know and that sort of thing so um I think that is really really important And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music.